0: It's all that booger eating.
1: radio back in the place to be my name is darian i am here to talk to who you about what horror movies i didn't come alone this time or did i my main man jason harrel's in the house hey 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 what's up big daddy
0: no just uh clinging on to what little life i've got left after a disneyland trip
1: you went to disneyland you son of a bitch How, how much fun did you have
0: uh, there's a fair amount of fun uh, There's uh, about three times as much exhaustion Of course uh, It's a fucking chore dude.
1: It is man it dude, is. And I don't even
0: have kids to chase that, after Think about that But I do have the, the youthfulness of Sarah Right Leading me around by the nose Good so. for her <laughs> yeah.
1: Good for her she got to shake the dust off Yeah you, she's
0: like Hey let's bing bong to this side of the park And now let's go right back to where we came from Did
1: you not get like the online map That shows you what all the weight is Like for which ride
0: yeah, but, you know, still, you you can only get, like, two fast passes a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't grasp the concept of standing in a line to do anything, <laughs> really. I can't imagine, unless it said, like, free money and vagina. Oh. Like, now there's a line sure. that's probably worth standing. I'm in. into that one. But... Stand here for 50 to 80 minutes hang, to ride a thing that li- lasts five minutes.
1: Get uncomfortably close with the people in front <laughs> and behind you. Yes, in- Endure all of their various odors.
0: And it was quite warm.
1: I'm sure it was, yeah. man. God. But
0: uh, I mean, still, it's a good time. Uh, right the, the Oogie Boogie Bash thing that we did. Very cool. The, the trick-or-treating thing. Um, Very cool. That's, you know, the best part of it. Very cool. Other than that... I'm really
1: tired. Did you go on all <laughs> the rides? Oh no! Or did you go on any rides? A few. Did any? of Very, my, very few. All the. I went uh, two years ago. Just about every goddamn ride I went on broke down.
0: Uh, we mo because I am on one. am an old man. Two get motion sick quite easy. Mm. Um, so we do. Uh, we did Pirates of the Caribbean twice. Haunted Mansion, I think, like three times.
1: Nice. Fuck.
0: Oh, then like kid rides, like oh, Mr. Like Toad, the, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Buzz Lightyear. Sure, yeah,
1: that one broke down on us, did it? But we had like ridiculous high scores on it because you got to shoot the fucking things as you go yeah. by. Broke down. We got like targets all over the place, so we just sat there for like forty minutes, just zapping the oh, yeah. piss out of all of them.
0: We take it way too seriously. <laughs> And then it fucked me over because it like it shows you, you know, like uh it takes a picture of you while yeah. you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Well it said my score was zero.
1: Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> did you complain to the manager? I did. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, I sir.
0: Wrote a strongly worded letter.
1: Excuse me, sir.
0: Here's a good time.
1: Right on, man. Well I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad you had some fun. You <laughs> I didn't did. kill yourself. Uh, we got a regular horror show here, Jason. We got a horror news and listener mail and all the all of the things that we do about this time. Gangway. Gangway. Here we go with a little horror news.
0: Horror news.
1: What you got, Big Daddy?
0: Well, I told you last time that I had ordered some overpriced uh, replica of the hand for uh, Talk to Me from Umbrella. Yeah. Um, well, A24 uh-huh. has now released their replica of it. Mm-hmm. And man, did they piss me off.
1: It looks smaller.
0: Well, I think, right? it's, it's, got I think all it's the, the scale. It. Okay. Uh, it comes in a cool box. Nice. But did you see? It's a fucking bong.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Dude,
0: it has a hole in the index finger, so you can suck its finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah, so you can use it as a All bomb right. or as an incense burner. <laughs> All
1: right, then.
0: So, uh, What's
1: wrong with it just being the hand? I don't know. Why do you have to multifaceted? I have no idea. Here's a Swiss Army hand.
0: I would have absolutely ordered it. Sure. Um, but I have no use for oh, that.
1: You don't burn a lot of incense? Your <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> all right Uh,
0: so uh anybody wanting to talk to me bong or incense burner uh look it up on a24's website
1: i will say the bong slash incense burner looks a lot more like the one in the movie than the other one
0: yeah it's the i say i believe the same scale except it has all the writings and stuff like that all that
1: fun stuff but on the other hand i kind of like the one the other one where you can write your own shit in there yeah I'm sure
0: most everybody that signs is going to put a dick and fart joke, yeah, just fucking massive penis. (laughs)
1: Here's a pussy.
0: (laughs) Uh, We've got an October 17th release date now for uh, Haunted Mansion for anybody interested. Uh, The Exorcist getting a 50th anniversary screening in for Fathom events. um, We had seen that was so that was me and Sarah's first movie date Mm -hmm. for like the 40th. No, gosh. 10 no, years ago? No. What? No? I don't know. Somewhere around there. Um. But this is going to be the 50th anniversary showing uh, nationwide for uh, Fathom events in theaters. Pretty cool experience. You guys going to go? I mean, probably. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? You got to. You have
1: to.
0: Um. For anyone interested in renting out the Hocus Pocus house, uh, Airbnb is now going to be featured uh, on October 12th. You'll have your, I guess, one opportunity to rent the Hocus Pocus cabin. Um, and it looks like an availability only open on October 20th. So oh. I don't know if it's like a one spot. Okay. And that's it. Huh. Um, but for anyone interested, uh, it's sign up is October 12th.
1: That's going to go like that.
0: Yeah, blink of an eye. Yeah. And that's all I got.
1: Right on, man. I'm, I'm, I would do it. I still don't. I'm still not a huge hocus pocus guy, but it would be fun to go there and take pictures and shit. Yeah, to cost you an arm and a leg. I'm no, sure it's
0: going it. to be a small fortune.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Uh, Tim Burton has tweeted that Beetlejuice Two is 99 percent done. Damn. You excited for that? Yeah, that'll I be am. cool. I'm gonna see. I want to see where he's. I didn't go know they
0: were that far far along with it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat>
1: what else we got here? The Sandman. You ever watch that show? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Based on a. Uh, Uh, DC comic. Yeah. uh, Directed, I think, by Neil Gaiman. I could be wrong about that. Uh, 4K Blu-ray release. First season. It's a TV show. Uh, It's coming out in November. I'm excited for that. Uh, Does the name Brad Anderson ring any bells? Mr. Anderson. No, it doesn't. Mr. Anderson. uh, Directed Session 9. Okay. A few other horror movies. Does some acting here and there. He's not much of an actor. Uh, he is directing a Living Dead sequel that was originally written by George Romero. It's going to be called Twilight of the Dead. And it's supposed so it's to... going
0: to f- have a glittery vampire in it?
1: I hope so. <laughs> Sparkles. Uh, it's supposed to fit, I guess, in between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. I so, think
0: I saw a, a quick little snippet on that.
1: Yeah. I'm interested. Oh, yeah. Uh... I like Brad Anderson. He does good work. It just
0: yeah, session nine was decent.
1: Yeah, like that. So, I'm um, something to think about. Have you ever seen a show called Hellier? No. Okay, you want to see some <laughs> expert level overreacting? Watch a show called Hellier. What it is? It's a uh, it's a docu series, I guess, and it's about these uh, kind of. I uh, I guess you call them like a quirky kind of ghost hunter kind of a couple. And they start getting random emails from this random guy in Georgia saying that he has goblins on his property. Okay. Uh, from there, they're, of course, intrigued, and they start filming everything. And it goes into this weird Mothman thing. I'm going to tell you right now, they don't find anything. They don't. They, they don't find fucking shit. Right. But they do a good job of trying to make everything mean something. Like, well, uh, Zach
0: Baggins is been doing that for decades at this point. Sure, but... uh, (laughs) It never goes anywhere. At
1: least he has like a theatrical production around it. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) These two knuckleheads and all of their friends, they just like, we checked into a hotel. We're in room number 13. Are you serious? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) And that goes on for two seasons. Oh, nice. Sounds great. And now uh, the new Kirk's, Greg and Dana, are... Kind of teasing a new show called The Unbinding, which I'm sure will be more of the same overreacting to everything. Good times.
0: Sounds great. You've, <laughs> sold, you've sold me on it.
1: I mean, I, I wish... Has anybody else out there seen Hellier? I would love somebody to defend it because <laughs> it's really a full to full two seasons of just horse shit.
0: And it'll be a Georgian chupacabra.
1: Uh, something. Yeah. Uh, th- I think they went into a cave. And at the end of season two, they found a tin can, and uh, they tried to explain that that was actually the Mothman. Oh, yeah. because yeah, the Mothman can shapeshift and be a tin can. An,
0: maybe the Mothman was just eating some franks and beans.
1: It could be, or the Mothman is a hobo, <laughs> and he left his fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's ah, pretty silly, man. I don't know. I'm, I, I will probably watch it just because... Why? Why not? I love watching people overreact and make sure. mountains over out of molehills. That's all we got in the horror news, amigo. You ready for some listener mail? You bet. Let's get it on.
2: Listener mail.
1: Bow oh, yeah. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff going on here, Jay. Let's start things off in Sydney, Australia. Here comes our main man, team.
0: G'day, mate.
1: The dummy of horror. Uh, Subject line, the usual shit. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone is doing well this week. So I'm here with the usual shit. Meat Hook. This one is easy for me. Uh, We were talking about horror films from the 70s. Number three, Halloween. Number two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number one, Jaws. That makes sense. That's like the uh, the Mount Rushmore of the 1970s, right there. Yep. Terra Dome. I gotta take Frankenhooker just because she's funny and that movie is great. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. I'm not taking anything away from from Beyond, but ain't no Frankenhooker, Dad.
0: Just saw the Talking Frankenhooker VHS box on eBay pop up.
1: The one that you've been looking for forever.
0: Went for 157. dollars
1: Did you get it? No, I didn't. <laughs> Did you bid on it? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, Darian, you are The Lodge. He is correct. You got me, Tim. Uh, a movie I enjoyed, but everyone else everyone else hated, and I don't get it. I wasn't mad at it. Did you see The Lodge? Yeah. What would you it's, think? It's
0: decent enough. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I mean, it's passable. Uh, no, I wouldn't rewatch it.
1: No, it's very, a lot of, a, lot, a whole lot of nothing for a long periods of time. Yeah. A lot of kids staring out in the snow. Finding a Dead Dog, things of that nature. Kind of kind of depressing now that I think about it. <laughs> so, Passenger. So, I love Kyle Gallner, yet this film is very similar to Nick- Nicolas Cage's new film, Sympathy for the Devil. It started off great, but I found its second and third act kind of boring and pointless. Overall, the film wasn't for me. I'd probably give it a 5.5 out of 10. That's it for me this week. Much love to you all. Tim. Right on, Tim. Thanks for calling in. We'll get more into the passenger uh, in immersion therapy. Up next, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Tony. Subject line, <laughs> Darian, is a turn. Whoa. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, I did
0: not know that. <laughs> well, I did not know that, Ed.
1: I didn't know that this was a thing, but this time he has Photoshopped me onto the gay manual.
0: Mm, yeah, okay. so if
1: anybody needs some instruction on how to be gay.
0: <laughs> nice khakis.
1: Uh, I tell you what. <laughs>
0: At least you're clothed this time. You know what?
1: That that's a step up. Pork is a verb, <laughs> it says is one of the articles. Beautiful, Tony. Thanks for uh, for putting me on there. I think I look good in khakis and a denim shirt. <laughs> all righty. That's all we got on the uh, emails. How about a voicemail or two there, Monsignor? Mm-hmm. Start things off in the funky old South, Jason. Here comes the main man from Alabama, Alan. Hey
0: yo.
2: Howdy, man. What's up? What's up, Hope Alan? Everybody's doing good. Um, let's see. Meat Hook, '70s horror. I love '70s horror.
1: That's that's a lot. Yeah, it is. I'm going to go with a lot of good stuff.
2: <clears throat> Number one, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah,
1: yeah. Number
2: two, I'm going to go with Dawn of the Dead. Sure. And number three Gimme Halloween. Yep. Um, and that could change like you said, I think the seventies had some of the best horror movies. Um y'all were talking about the New Exorcist? That looks like the drizzling fucking shit.
1: <laughs> drizzling that looks shit.
2: awful. That's okay. Like, I d I don't know. I'm not interested in that at all. Okay. Anyway, uh Terror Dome. What do you think? Gimme uh Shit, hang on. But, yeah, I mean, I know you said you didn't think the, uh, huh. what you would call the one-offs was doing too good. Personally, I like it. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of characters ain't getting get no love. I mean, some people, yeah, they aren't that well-known. True. But, who cares? Let's see. Okay, so, Terror Dome. I'm looking at the website. Give me... Frankenhooker. I knew it. Yeah, it's going to be a blowout.
0: Hey, and thanks for looking Anyways, at the website. <laughs> I don't
2: know who Mr. Darian is. Let's see. What have I watched? I watched Shocker. All right. I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen that.
1: Oh, shit. I am sorry. I touched something. Oh, boy. And it was me. It was Jason. Uh, shit. Hang on. All right.
2: But, yeah, I mean, I know you said you didn't think the, uh, what you would call it, the one-offs was doing too good? I'm, not to, I'm still I,
1: having
0: fun with I it. Yeah, kind of cool. I'm not
1: opposed to doing it again. Uh, this is our world anyway. Yeah, me. some people, yeah,
2: they aren't that well. No, do whatever we want. But <laughs> who cares? Let's see. Okay, so Terror Dome. Frankenhooker. Looking hooker. at the website, give me Frankenhooker. That a boy? Yeah, definitely. Anyway, I don't know who Mr. Darian is. Let's see. What have I watched? I watched Shocker. That a boy. As as I've seen, I don't think i would ever seen that all the way through. I really liked it. Yeah. Nice. I watched Toons of the Blind Dead. I really liked it. That's a good one. I watched uh, this movie called Curse of the Demon from uh. the 50s. I really liked it. Okay. I watched Cat People from 1947. Oh, the original. I really liked it. Okay. Um... I hope everybody's doing good. I'll talk to y'all later.
1: Bye. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Thank you. You got a lot of movies in.
0: Yeah, he got a lot in. Did way better than me.
1: Me too. All righty. Got you down for Frankenhooker, Alan. Let's get back to Southern California. Mr. Tom Hardy's in the house. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! Room. How's
3: my favorite degenerative Good. Tweet? We're okay. I just wanted to call in and check on. Yeah, see what's been happening. Also, I need to get in on that there. Terror Dome. Yeah, what do you uh, think? Frankenhooker. Uh, Dr. Pretorius. Uh, it from Beyond? That doctor? guy, yeah. Give me the Doctor From Beyond. Oh, okay. And, uh, well, I'm glad it's not a blowout. You know, maybe uh, you can put Frankenhooker in one of those little get ups that uh, he got Barbara Cranston. Yeah,
1: in. weird harness and, uh, thing.
3: It's not going to be as good as Barbara Carrington, but fuck it. You know what? Uh, give me the doctor. I don't
1: know why. Okay. Uh, as far as the fucking
3: educating department goes, uh, I don't got you this one. Ah. So, so that means bad clues by you. Oh, okay. Uh, on the uh, meat hook there. 70s flick, man. What, what do you think? Man, 70s got some good fucking flicks when you start thinking about it. But, right. Uh, I think in the end you got to... You gotta go with uh, the big three. Uh, the Halloween, mm. Exorcist, and uh, uh, the Texas Chainsaw, of course.
1: I think, sure. uh, yeah, you've gotta go Kinda with Kind of hard them. to get around those ones. Um, shit.
3: Oh, on the What Are You Looking At department, yeah, we got to got?
1: catch this flip again. We were talking
3: about it a little while ago. Okay. Uh, two Evil Eyes. Uh, yeah. The movie where it's got one segment from uh, George Romero and one segment from Dario Argento, correct? And I remember really liking this flick. I haven't seen it forever. Um, Yeah, not as good as I remember. Yeah, Uh, I never. Particularly the Dario Argento one. The um, fucking cat thing. Fucking. It's kind of yeah, but you do get to see fucking Harvey Keitel acting in a Dario Argento flick, (laughs) acting fucking craziest. Fuck, oh, you a which doctor is good you know that's a fine thing there was one fucking great moment in there you're gonna be okay I, not, I literally <laughs> bust out laughing i don't know the year of this flick but it's got to be before uh weekend at bernie's okay there is literally yeah. a weekend at <laughs> I, fucking bernie yep. moment in the movie Yep, I know where what you're the guy about. killed his wife but he needs the neighbors to see her to see them leave together yep he's in the fucking car waiting for them to come then he approaches, you know, drives by them, and then he waves, and his hand is connected via, like, a pulley system to yeah. her hand, and it uh, <laughs> fucking waves as well. It's a straight weekend at parties. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Hope
0: all is well. Love you like family.
1: Love you, you too, Tom now. Hardy. Smoochy, boochy. I tell you what, my friend, I think you just picked this week's immersion therapy. Prepare yourself, Mr. Harrell, mm-hmm. for two evil eyes. Uh, right on. That's all we got on the listener mail, amigo. You got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Tony, or, um, Tim? T-T-Y-L. Love you guys. Thanks for the, uh, gay stuff. (laughs) Can't, can't get enough gay stuff, Tony. Keep it coming, big guy. Uh, I think it's time to get into a movie. There, hot dog. Are you ready for this? (sighs)
4: Hello, it's me, the heavy breather from every horror film you've ever seen. You know me. First, I terrorize my victim by the telephone. <laughs> choose my murder weapon. A gun? Nah, too easy. A hatchet? Nah, I always use a hatchet. For this movie, I want something very frightening and deadly. Ah! (laughs) Then I climb the stairs to surprise my victims. Why do they always live upstairs? This movie's a comedy, so killing's not so easy. Uh, uh, Sugarless. The movie's called Student Bodies, so I picked a typical American high school. This is Mr. Peters, your principal.
2: Mr. Peters, you're naked
4: yes toby all these years i've been secretly naked underneath my clothes meet the rest of the faculty the shop teacher the guidance counselor the janitor with the iq of a handball what's he doing sex education teacher
3: this is totally
4: unnecessary ugly and gets in the way everybody's into sex (laughs) last
3: night he gave me a hickey
4: (laughs) right here and your mother she also told me that sex was bad and dirty uh, but only with my father. With everyone else, she said it was great. <laughs> I'm into murder myself, and student bodies are gonna be everywhere.
2: <laughs> Dead bodies downfield. 15 yard penalty. <laughs>
4: comedy
1: student bodies jason harrell yeah boy 1981 5.4 stars on imdb written and directed by mickey rose uh stars kristen ritter matthew Goldsey, and jerry belson this one's got an r rating i'm not sure why Hmm. i didn't see any boobs did you
0: No, I don't remember any boobs. Um, I do remember the part where the the voiceover comes in. No, the uh, it's like the the teacher or or whatever. He says, "Hey, for this thing to get an R rating, there has to be vulgarity." Yeah, he's like, "So fuck Fuck you," you. and then that was was it.
1: Apparently, that's all you need. I think that's it. I saw a Disney movie yesterday that said "fuck you," (laughs) so I think apparently times have changed quite a bit since then. Uh, this is a, um, it's a spoof of a horror movie. It's comedy. It's like, uh, Zucker Brothers. Yep. Uh, or is that the, the Naked Gun movies? Was that, was that the Zucker Brothers?
0: I thought that was a National Lampoon joint.
1: It could be them too. I don't know. It's, it's like a, it's like a Naked Gun level spoof of a horror movie. Um, a lot of, it's a lot of like stoner humor, a lot of adolescent jokes. It would have been funny around the same
0: time that uh Saturday the 14th was funny. I don't like, remember that ever w- being funny. Well, when I was about 7. 7, that's <laughs> yeah.
1: That sounds about that sounds like a good age to watch yeah. this. Um it's uh it that that's what it is. So we start off in suburban America and we've got the outside of what is for all intents and purposes the Myers' house and then somebody in creepy POV uh creeping up on it, breathing heavily. But like the breathing, even had like a like a New York Jewish accent. <laughs> 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 what <are you> doing? <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely an East Coast accent on the breather. Uh, we start off with some menacing phone calls. It's kind of cute i guess the phone is like ringing continuously and every time the girl answers it it's just <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like somebody
0: with really bad postnasal drip
1: you know yeah somebody with like a alert having an allergic reaction or something uh she hangs up and then eventually she calls her boyfriend to come over because you now she's a little freaked out uh the boyfriend and her go upstairs to have sex um, that's when the killer gets inside the house and he's like looking around trying to find something to kill people with. He finds a murder weapon du jour, but instead opts for one paperclip <laughs> and then heads on upstairs. Not with, and on his way, he steps in some gum and then there's more gum on the handrail. And, uh, eventually he gets up there. The girl makes her boyfriend take a shower before, uh, having Yax. sex with her uh apparently he was really stinky
0: yeah apparently
1: so into the shower he goes we get a cute little shower scene there with the dude
0: now didn't he come out fully naked i think there was but his horrible film grain yeah but i think he was swinging
1: he might have been i didn't really yeah. zoom in the way that you did well, apparently i was <laughs> well,
0: very close to the television well
1: hey now watched <laughs> it in slow motion so uh now, by the time he gets out, the girl's already dead, and there's like fifty paper clips sticking in her. And then he comes out, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then they just cut to a guy holding up a big garbage bag, mm-hmm. and he just puts the boyfriend in the garbage bag. Hey,
0: those things are not toys. Uh,
1: they're not. They're and clearly you marked. No, yeah, clearly, and you shouldn't mess around with those. But that's how he kills the boyfriend by sticking him in a in a big industrial garbage bag.
0: And the 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 boyfriend kind of gives a uh, a scream. Reminiscent of um, Troll 2. Oh my God.
1: Did you hear that?
0: Yeah, that was just your watch, I
1: think. Oh God. Buddy's doing the walkie talkie thing.
0: Well, it's a perfect time for it.
1: Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. We're trying to do the show right now, you clown. Hey, can I get in there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough about Buddy. Uh, unless that was daily. I don't know. Oh boy, no, it says buddy. okay, sorry, uh anyway, yeah, and then uh then we have the cops come and they come and check it out and uh, the cop is like this uh uh redneck he's got like a flannel and a in a like a trucker hat and um big beer gut. I think he's wearing like a bud light t-shirt, and he just starts randomly accusing people in the in the room. It's fine. Uh, Now we cut to school the next day. Uh, Well, actually, first we cut to the funeral of these two where there's another couple of kids that are there to attend the funeral and they decide they're going to have sex right there at the funeral in the car. So as they're making their way to their car, immediately uh, we cut right back to POV breather cam where he's, "Uh, uh, uh," he's like following them through the tombstones. Nobody sees this guy, by the way. Uh, they get to the car and then of course the kid realizes he doesn't have any condoms. So they, she has to go to the store to get some condoms, but he comes back with like three full shopping bags. And I was really disappointed to not see some baguettes and some celery stalks (laughs) because that's what you got to, every, whenever, whenever you go to the store, you got to get baguettes and celery stalks. Um, well, you
0: also need to, you know, distract away from the fact that you're buying condoms.
1: Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> Not me. I advertise. Hey, where's the rubbers at? <laughs> where's those magnums? I think I'm getting laid tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, while he's at the store, the creeper strikes the, um, the young lady in the backseat of the car, smashes her face in with a horse head bookend. That's going to come into play here in a few minutes there, Jason. Mm-hmm. We're also going to notice that he's wearing some green rubber gloves, like the the kind you used to wash dishes with. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to come into play also. Uh, the The body of the girl is just kind of propped, legs akimbo with her eyes crossed. Um, fate, n- no real trauma or wounds or anything. No, just fucked to death with a horse head <laughs> book. is the only thing I could come up yeah. with uh so that's pretty cool the kid gets back there realizes that his girlfriend is dead so he's like and then we see the breather again come charging out of the tombstones with a garbage bag and he just cinches him up and puts him in the garbage bag and that's it for for him now at this point we're finally in the movie going to meet our protagonist young lady by the name of toby and her boyfriend hardy was it hardy or harvey don't remember don't care uh, they are going to be our Scooby gang of the movie. They're the ones that are going to get to the bottom of this whole uh, uh murder spree. winks. So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, our redneck uh, police detective thinks that Toby is one to blame because she sees the dead body of the two kids and passes out. Uh, Hardy goes chasing after the breather. He loses him. But when Toby comes to... The redneck is like, well, there's your killer right there. She was found at the scene. And she's like, what? No, I'm not kill her. I couldn't kill anybody. So she's like, okay, we're going to let you go because we need to get some evidence. So, but you stay close. So they load up the, uh, the two dead kids. They take them back. And uh, from there, we're going to cut to a random parade that is happening here in town. I guess a couple of days later. And uh, this part is particularly amazing to me. The
0: uh, <laughs> which part?
1: Jeez. <laughs> uh, I guess the um, what do you call that? Who is that lady? The Vanna the Grand Marshal
0: is that who it is? <laughs> Are you doing a Vanna White impression? Yeah, that's what.
1: That's what. That's the. There's a lady at every parade who sits on like the the biggest float. And she's usually like some kind of a pageant winner. And yeah, she just,
0: I usually like the past years. Was yeah. It, was it the former prom queen? Which something.
1: The, I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, African-American lady. Uh, she is up there and she's giving him the Vanna White Wave as she drives by. And she's smiling and very attractive. And uh, for some reason, the parade comes to a stop. So the young lady's boyfriend just breaks through the crowd, runs up to the top of the float... And whatever the hell game this guy has, he convinces her to duck down into the bowels of the float to have sex with him. His uh, his reasoning is, uh, she's right. The float that she's riding is like a big bull, and he says hollowed out bulls make me hot. <laughs> awesome don't
0: they make us all
1: hot <laughs> so they go down there and then of course we cut to a uh, heavy breather cam and he's kind of somehow he's in the bowels of the float too and he's like you know watching them um,
0: yeah this thing's a lot more spacious than you would think. you
1: you could fit you know six eight people down there comfortably and you know there's all kinds of two by fours and shit hanging so you could probably hide a guy or two also um Again, our boyfriend doesn't have any protection, so he's got to dip out to go find some. Uh, That's when the breather strikes. He kills uh, the uh, prom queen or whoever she is. And then when the boyfriend comes back, he gets him in the garbage bag also. Excellent. We are already up to six dead bodies, Jason.
0: Uh, Yeah, it lets us know, We know
1: that because we have a running on-screen kill count, Mm -hmm. which is very helpful to me in (laughs) keeping track of all this shit.
0: I was thinking that, and... Instead of you having to keep count for a body count at the yeah. end, yeah, they did the work for you.
1: Absolutely appreciate appreciate that. it. Appreciate that. Uh, okay, that's pretty silly. Now uh, we're going to cut back to the the uh, parade uh, crowd, audience, whatever you call it. Toby and her boyfriend are there. She saw uh, the horny boyfriend run up the float, so she's like, "I'm going to go check on him. That doesn't look right." So, she goes running up the float, and then that's when they discover the bodies, and now we're pretty sure that, to- or at least our dumb shit redneck uh, detective is pretty sure that Toby is the killer. So, she, he's like, I'm going to arrest Toby, Where, where is she? Uh, she hides in the gurney with the dead body, and they take her, for some reason, they take the dead bodies back to the high school, instead of like a morgue or a crime scene processing oh, was thing?
0: that back at the high school
1: yeah because the principal was there and they brought the janitor in yeah, and the sex so. ed teacher yeah. and now we're going to meet the woodshop teacher also uh this <laughs> is a blatant red herring but this dude is obsessed with making uh horsehead bookends yeah. <laughs> there's more horsehead bookends in this movie <laughs> so many <laughs> thousands it gets him hot i think but uh there's a little bit of a red herring there because he's wearing the green gloves while he's making the horse head bookends. All right. Uh, she hides in there, uh, manages to sneak out once the detectives that she either the body or her starts blowing farts while they're in there looking at the dead body. Uh, they make Hardy look at the dead body that like, hey, look what your girlfriend did here. And then she's like, Psharp. and then I guess it was so bad that it cleared the room. But Hardy came back and let her out of the uh, body bag once Once everybody cleared out of there. She's like, oh, God, its body is stinky. So from there, they he has to hide her. So he takes her up to, I guess, the drama department where she gets, you know, into a disguise, which basically is just her sledding herself up. Kind of hot, though, in a weird 80s Grease kind of yeah, way. Yeah,
0: they were doing uh, a oh. non-musical version of Grease because they couldn't get rights to the music. And I think she was dressed up as, like, Sandy.
1: Sure. So. The sluttier version of Sandy. <laughs> yes. Very well done. Uh, so now she is in full detective mode, and they're having, like, some kind of a high school dance there that night. So they're running around trying to get to the bottom of this. There's, like, a, a Carrie kind of a conspiracy where, like, the, the bitchy, more popular girl thinks that she's going to be crowned prom queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in a, in a weird move, they decided that they didn't want to crown a prom queen because all the kids were dying. All
0: the other participants were, had been killed off. Yeah. So since there was only one eligible person, they said, uh, we're not even going to do it.
1: Yeah. So instead, they give the crown to the principal. Right. Who is the queen of education yeah. or something like that. He's very excited. Now, in all of this, there's a lot of like weird characters going on. Uh, another couple of kids get killed underneath the bleachers. During the football game, because for this guy he says trash makes him hot, so he goes down there. And again, he doesn't have any fucking condoms, so he has to haul ass to go get some. And then the, the movie
0: is very safe sex oriented. It is.
1: It is. There, no, there is not a, got a good
0: message. There going is out.
1: zero coitus happening anywhere <laughs> in this movie. God damn it! A lot of cock blocking. It really, if they had like a share program,
0: yet he's only supposed to be killing people. Who are having sex, but nobody ever gets to have nobody, sex.
1: No, he, he cuts them off. Yeah. He cuts them off at the pass. Um, at the gash. At the, hey, <laughs> cock blocking in the first degree. Uh, so at this point, we're at our uh, prom. The killer has called the police and the uh, school administration and told them that he's going to kill again at the prom. So everybody's, they've got all the uh, teachers there, all, everybody's chaperoning and there's the detective is running around. And uh, there's like an ROTC kid that was dating... <laughs> what a D-bag. <laughs> I know. <It> was dating... <laughs> Such a chode. <laughs> it was dating uh, the, the popular hot girl. And she was all bent because she can't be the prom queen. So he's like, okay, listen up, soldier. I'm going to take you to the wood shop and bang you. That'll make you feel better. And she's like, what? What? Okay, so they go to the wood shop. Unfortunately, the shop teacher is already there because he saw Toby in her slutty um, grease outfit, and that got him all hot and bothered, so he had to go make some emergency horse head bookends just to get right, get his head right, I guess. <laughs> so they go into the wood shop. Uh, the wood shop teacher ducks into one of the, the wall closets to hide. Uh, again, they're on the point of having sex, but they don't have any protection. So the ROTC kid goes hauling ass out of there to go find some, and that's when the breather comes in and kills the girl.
0: Yeah, he, he said he had stashed a condom behind the bathroom toilet. Uh, he got the idea from Godfather.
1: That makes total sense. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> except I'm not going to kill kill you. I'm <laughs> going to run one up in you. <laughs> in a safe, you know, STD-free environment. <laughs> So, that's stupid. It's that so is so stupid. stupid. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, here comes the um, uh, breather and he kills the girl. I think he used a chainsaw. And then here comes the guy with his heart on. And then the, the breather pops out with his big garbage bag and wraps him up. And that's the end of those two. But then the uh, shop teacher, like, knocks over a bookend. So, he gets out and he starts getting chased around by the breather. But the breather's chainsaw is electric, so he only has so much room on the extension cord. And then the shop teacher like gives him some pointers on how to take care of the blade better. And he's like, you need to wipe the grease off of that and store it properly. And then he gets bonked on the head with a chainsaw case. <laughs> yeah. And that kills and that's him. that's it. That, yeah. Yeah.
0: That was like the most disappointing kill of the whole movie.
1: Oh, the, I mean – at least you got to see it, it wasn't just a guy with a garbage bag running at the camera.
0: <laughs> I wonder if there's some kind of symbolism there, like he kills each guy who's about to wear a bag, sure on his dick right, so he, he puts, puts a them tra- in puts the bag in, right, uh, yeah, you think they're going for some high brow that Tom totally here?
1: totally what it is <laughs> now about this point, we're going to get hook back up with toby um. She decides that she's got to get into uh, the principal's office to look at student files to figure out maybe that will give her an idea of who the killer is. So she breaks in there while Hardy is out, like, distracting him. Uh, She gets in there, and then the principal catches her, and he gets all hot. To be fair, she did look pretty hot in the grease getup. (laughs) But he comes in, and he's like, oh, Toby, yeah. Oh, I've been waiting for you to come in here. And then he just takes all of his clothes off. He's got his boxer shorts hiked up all the way over his nipples. Yeah. Was that ever comfortable? I don't I've know, never but done it was, that. It
0: wasn't like a thing. I mean, if you look back at like those old photos, like yeah. those old timey <clears throat> photos, like men wore their fucking waistbands around their like sternum. Yeah,
1: like all the way up. Yeah. Why? I don't know. You like to feel of fucking... Whatever. <laughs> High-strung high fabric across your taint? I don't think so. Uh, anyway, he gives her this whole long fucking uh, monologue about how he's been sexually repressed, and uh, he thinks she is too, and that's leading to her uh, fucking uh, having delusions, but he's going to take care of it, and he takes his clothes off. He's like, wait right here. I'm going to show you the school trophy. We got it for a typing competition. So he goes back, and he comes comes back in, and he's got like a weird... It basically looked like a big... A big shard. <laughs> a big sharpened item that I don't know. <clears throat> that I don't know what that equates to, but he's like, uh, look at it, we won it back in 67 for the typing team. And she's like, yeah, great. And then he like, like, kind of comes at her, so they tussle around a little bit and he rolls over incorrectly and gets the uh, the typing trophy stuck in his back and it kills him. Yeah, And that's when his assistant comes in, Mrs. Mumsley. Who, up to this point in the movie, has said less than two words. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out that Mrs. Mumsley, I think... This is where it gets starts to get a little weird. I think Mumsley was his mom, the principal's mom.
0: Well, she said, I'm his dad.
1: His dad, what, well, mom and dad, kind of a thing. Right. Or something. And the principal was the killer, but she was helping him and helping him get rid of the yeah, bodies. Yeah, he would only
0: kill... He would target the guys. Yeah. She would kill the girls. That's right. So apparently they both had to be present at the same time. Delightful. Um, because if one killed one and one killed the, the other. other got away,
1: they could yeah. I- identify him. I guess that makes sense. Sure. Whatever. Uh, from there, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, from there, we get a very Shining-esque uh, chase sequence where... Uh, Toby's trying to get away. She goes hauling ass down the hallway. Uh, And then, like, uh, she happens upon Hardy, but he's got a hand, like, a severed hand stuck in his mouth. Or was it a glove? I couldn't tell. A glove. He's dead. Uh, And then, like, suddenly Mrs. Mumsley is in one of those wheel wheel uh garbage cans and she's like flying after her but she's like riding in it like it's a tank with an observation <laughs> i didn't <laughs> see that <laughs> <What the> hell? <laughs> and then all the all the kids that have already been killed start like randomly popping out of doors and scaring the piss out of uh, uh toby as she goes and mumsley's like getting closer and closer and like all the dead kids are popping out and then she goes up some stairs and into like a spiral staircase and then she jumps out of the window goes crashing all the way to the ground and then she wakes up in a hospital bed and she's not sluttied up anymore. They're like, oh, Toby, it's about time you woke up. Uh, so uh, guests were saying that she had swine flu this whole time and this was all one fever dream. Yes. She wakes up and like everybody's... Yeah, it was all just a dream. Everybody's there, but the, the actors that are playing them are do- doing different characters. So like the, the weird... Uh, janitor guy is now actually the principal. Do you see the size of the hands on that dude?
0: His arms are so long, dude, and his hands are fucking massive. That
1: guy, there's something wrong with that guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's a wonderful man, but
0: it was like uh, tiny from um yeah Matt uh, McGrory Devil, Devil's Re- Rejects.
1: Yeah, just more agile because he could do weird yeah shit. Uh, and now the shop teacher is there, but now he's the French teacher, and he's like, I will always be your French teacher. Uh, Hardy is there. He's still the same. The ROTC kid is there, but he's openly gay now. And <laughs> so is, uh, uh, the, the, the popular chick, but now she's like the homely chick.
0: Oh, she, yeah. Uh, she really ugly up. up.
1: Yeah. And she's like, oh, we wanted you to be prom queen. Here's some flowers because you've been unconscious for a couple months. And she's like, oh, my God, I had this crazy dream. Everybody was getting killed when they tried to have sex. And then, uh, I don't I think the boyfriend was like, "Yeah, you got swine flu because of sexual repression." So that, you know, that puts you in a coma, but it looks like you're good now." And she's like, "Oh god, thank god it was just a dream." And then they go walking out in the woods and she's like, "I got to get this sexual repression, so let's go ahead and fuck." And he's like, "Right here in the woods." And she's like, "Yeah, okay." So they start undressing and then uh the boyfriend Hardy kills her, I think, right? Yeah. And then we got cut to Yeah, he
0: puts on the rubber gloves. The rubber gloves. And he chokes her to death. That's what strangles her. you know, basically, uh, I lost my attraction for you as soon as you wanted to give it up. And uh, so now you're a dirty girl and need to die. Dirty. (laughs) Dirty. (laughs) And then it turns into Carrie.
1: Yes. And then we cut to a shabby funeral and then a hand comes out of the ground and that's pretty much the end of student bodies there very abrupt oh jason i think if i uh had done some edibles i would have enjoyed this much more
0: what a weird tonal shift there at the end though and then um the fact that it was all just a dream but then harvey was actually a murderer
1: that doesn't make sense it doesn't
0: make any sense at all yeah um I don't know. The whole thing didn't make any sense. I
1: mean, I don't think it's it's supposed to be funny. I got but cu- that wasn't
0: funny at the end.
1: I got a couple of chuckles. Sure, I did. Too. Just out of like the 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 silliness. But of that it all. ending,
0: like you would think that a, a movie that was a comedy through and through, yeah, would have ended on a comedic note. Sure, and this did not end comedically.
1: They should have had the hand come out of the ground, but it's got a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> that would
0: right in, right in his mouth. <laughs> That's right. Bloop bong
1: just. <laughs> Bang him right in the forehead with it. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's. I suppose it was probably pretty funny in 1981 when it came out. You know, uh, you didn't see a lot of dark comedies or even horror comedies back then. Yeah. Other than Saturday the 14th.
0: No, I actually thought as I was watching it, I was thinking that it was a bit, uh, kind of ahead of its time. I could see that. I mean, that was really early on. Uh,
1: the humor is very adolescent. And uh, I, like I said, I got a few chuckles out of it. Uh, the breather got on my fucking nerves. Yeah, He's it, it, it more like a neurotic kind of, oh, why do they always leave gum on the stairs? Oh, I
0: need some gewilter fish <laughs> over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my mother I'm doing this. Uh, it's fine. Um, I watched it on Pluto TV. It's uh, like I said, if you're going to do some edibles and maybe check this out, uh, I wouldn't consider it a party movie because it's something you have to actually like listen to and uh, you know pay attention to to get all the humor.
0: My biggest nitpick oh. out of the whole thing, she swatted a fly and they counted the fly in the death toll as a half. They did. Yeah. yeah. And that was at like six and a half or it, something. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, unless she killed another insect, it was a round number. Yeah. so the count was not correct
1: can you stop being an accountant for five <laughs> minutes please Jesus that was my Christ. biggest
0: gripe about Jesus. the whole fucking movie
1: did she kill another it fly it should have been like ten,
0: ten and a half at the end I actually was going to go back and fast forward through the whole thing to see if there was another, another half, half. Point. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and then I realized I didn't care that uh, much
1: the janitor's blow up doll flew away yeah. so that's kind of a half, a half. <laughs> All right, man. That is student bodies. Uh, whatever the fuck, if you're you're into it, go right ahead. Let's take us a break, there, senor. <laughs> All right.
2: Just a cast of man, and I'm a modern man. I'm a modern man. I'm a modern i I'm a i send SOS I hope that song gets right. I hope that song gets right. I hope that song gets right. message in the blinds message in the blinds Oh, <laughs> my like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show
1: and we're back jason harrell yeah boy yeah buddy uh, good thing you didn't try to have sex with me while we were on break
0: we would have got a trash bag over our face i know
1: how uh But restrooms make you hot. (laughs) (laughs) They do. So do trash bags. God damn it. Uh, I think it's time for three on a meat hook, my friend. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: three on a meat hook
1: this week's meat hook horror games video games board games uh party games uh weird horror sex games i don't know if such a thing exists uh find find the orifice with a chainsaw that's one of my favorites (laughs) sure how about number three big dog
0: my number three, Friday the 13th for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: Wow. The hours I spent. You can't beat it. It's impossible. It <laughs> yes. is impossible. Um, but
0: there's something about that repetitive music and just trying.
1: Yeah. Um, Giant yeah, Purple I never Jason. Did, I never beat it. I don't think you can. I don't, I don't think know. it was beatable. <laughs> you would literally just go run around the forest, find the cabin, Jason would pop up, kill you. Yep. Then you move on to the next game. Same <laughs> Some fucking of thing. your
0: counselors are dead.
1: Yeah, great. <laughs> God but I damn. love it. I absolutely love it. That was great. That was a great introduction to horror video games. Because... It, it it wasn't. I mean, you t- there was a Nightmare on Elm Street video yeah. game. I don't know if you ever played it, but it, it was, was basically ter- it was terrible. It was basically just a side scroller yeah. where you went and jumped over the Freddy worms. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing really inherently scary about that, right? But when that big giant purple Jason popped up, you yeah. knew you were fucked, yeah. and you could throw the the books at him if you wanted, or the Chucking rocks, whatever, whatever yeah. <laughs> you found along the way. He wasn't going to do shit. He's no. going to kill you,
0: absolutely. <laughs> That's it.
1: Right on, man. My number three is a board game. <clears throat> Some of you may have heard it, heard of it. It's called Mixtape Massacre. Nice. Jason, it's a, uh, a board game in which you play a knockoff version of all, one of our favorite 80s slashers or horror villains. Uh, and your job is to go around this small town and kill people and collect trophies. While the other players are playing their own version of whatever horror knockoff villain and they're Mm -hmm. trying to do the same thing uh it's a good it's a good game that you can play it's not very involved right you know what i mean and that's the thing that I've, i've the distaste that i've grown to harbor for board games is that Every fucking one of them comes with a instruction book. you got to watch tutorials. And we
0: know you're not one to I'm read I'm not instructions. one to
1: read anything, really. <laughs> I need somebody to come in here and show me how to play it. So this that,
0: motherfucker God, just makes up his own rules. I did, you know what?
1: We're, we're not going to use that one. <laughs> the red one, we're not using it. I don't like it. <laughs> Get it out of here. Uh, it's a fun game. You can play it hammered. Um, it's not too heavy on the, uh, you know, uh, the special rules and all the... Oh,
0: it's a fun game. It is. It's, it, a, it's a light game.
1: It is. And that's what I like about
0: it. Yeah, you can even like get the kids playing. Yeah, they
1: played it before. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, that's my number three. How about number two, Jason?
0: My number two, The Last of Us.
1: I figured that.
0: Which you would think that it would be my number one because to me, it's the best video game I've ever played. No. But it's not the best horror game I've played.
1: Okay. So, what... Is it the story that got you that keeps you playing the last of us?
0: Yeah, the story is just so compelling,
1: okay, it really
0: is just so good, okay uh, the characters and the story in its entirety from uh-huh. start to finish um <coughs> but the clickers uh the creatures I mean it is fucking scary and it is tough. I like um, that. but it's not the it's not the best horror game that I've played, okay. Yeah. But still, great move. Oh uh, shit! Great still show. A great game.
1: Great game. Great show. Uh, did you ever get into mm-hmm. the uh, Resident Evils at all? Or the Silent Hills.
0: Uh, he. I dabbled into several of them. Okay. Yeah, mostly the Resident Evil games. Yeah. And usually the controls were so fucking horrible. Yep. That it would take me
1: completely out of the game. Yep, and the zombie's chasing you, and you just are standing there. running against the wall. Wait, wait, no, got to go the other way. Yeah, Yeah, I hate that. Uh, My number two, Left 4 Dead. I could play the shit out of that game. Uh, Really, there's something about just discharging a fully automatic weapon into a horde of zombies that is just so satisfying to Mm -hmm. me. Throwing the Molotov cocktails at them. Yeah. Uh, really, it's not like a story-driven... Well, I guess technically it is. Uh, but it's not like this sweeping epic of a game. It's, no. There's four people trying to escape a zombie-ridden city, and you got to find your way through it to get to whatever means of escape you have. Yeah. And it's just a whole lot of killing. It's great. It's great. I play it all the time. Kids love it. Um You could play it again and again and again and again, and no two games are going to be exactly the same. I mean, you'll you'll know where you're going, but you never know what's waiting around that corner. They have the different kinds of zombies, the big fat ones and the... Uh, the, the one with the toaders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they spew the stuff on you that attracts more zombies. The fucking it's witch. The witch. Ugh. you got to turn your flashlight off. He's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, but you can hear her because she's wailing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's my number two, Left for Dead. How about number one?
0: My number one, Until Dawn.
1: Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one.
0: Did you play it? I did. Okay.
1: All the way through. I keep meaning to play it again because I know there's different endings.
0: It was just such a good horror movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the best part of it. Not only was it a good, solid game, but it was just a damn good horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I even saw an article back when it came out, and it said the best horror movie you'll see this year is Until Dawn.
1: On your PlayStation. And
0: I, I felt almost as strong. Sure, I mean, it was just a really good story from start to finish.
1: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the ending, from what I understand, the ending doesn't change much. It's just a matter of who lives and who dies.
0: Yeah, I just recently saw somebody post uh, the other day where uh, you can actually get everyone to live. Really? And from what I had read up to that moment, somebody always dies. Okay. So I I never managed to get anybody to live.
1: I, yeah, no, because I think, if I remember right, there's one situation where... A chick and a dude are tied up, and there's like a saw blade coming at them, and you have to save one of them. You can't do them both.
0: Hey, great game.
1: Great game. Loved it. Very involved. Not like something you want to play just to play. It's not an action game. You know what I'm saying? You're just making decisions. That's all you're doing. Yeah. You don't have to like hit targets or... You escape anything or anything like that, you do almost get to have sex.
0: <laughs> almost.
1: At one point. So you come, go to
0: get the condom, you come back, you get a trash bag over your head. Shit.
1: Burning cabins in the woods make me <laughs> hot. <laughs> My number one, you probably already know it. I never stop talking about it. It's dead by daylight. Yeah,
0: it is dead by I daylight. I play the living
1: piss out of this. Yep. Uh, there's a role-playing element to it. There's a... Um, um, you kind of level up your characters and you get different perks for them. Um, plus, you have all all your favorite characters in there. Mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, Pyramid Head, Pinhead, Sadako, uh, J- uh, Amanda from uh, Jigsaw. Uh, uh, who else? Sk- uh, Ghostface. He's a motherfucker. Um, and on top of that, like their own created killers and survivors. They're great. You got Nicolas Cage in there, for Christ's sakes. As himself, how can you beat that? You can't go wrong. You with can't that. go wrong with that. <laughs> I love it. His his abilities are ridiculous. I still have a pointless. brand
0: new sealed copy of it at the at the house.
1: You're gonna play it one of these days. <laughs> <you son laughs> one of these a bitch. days. Your wife contacted me. What should I get Jason for Christmas? Get him Dead by Daylight. He's gonna love it. It's still sealed still at the sealed. house. You motherfucker. That's
0: like four years ago. <laughs> Let me give you uh, Sarah's rundown. We didn't real get quick. your
1: number. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: until dawn uh sarah's number three a game of yours ghost castle
1: oh very cool yeah like santa
0: yeah she really
1: enjoyed I it. i would love it a lot more if it didn't take so long to all the setup and tear down yeah. involved with that
0: yeah it's like a haunted house mousetrap pretty much yeah uh her number two the left for dead games very cool um we would play the shit out of that game oh yeah one and two um on split screen? Yeah, that's like how me and my son do it. Oh, yeah. so good. And her number one, Vampire the Masquerade with Darien as the Game Master, as long as he draws Potatoes' as character visuals. Oh, listen to her.
1: <laughs> Nobody ever accused me of being an artist, Sarah. God damn it. I'm never going to hear the end of that, am I? You
0: say you're not much of a writer. She says you're not much of an not artist. Not much of an
1: artist <laughs> of any caliber, really. Writing, uh, art, sculpting, I'm sure I would suck just as much as that. Right on, man. We would like to know what your top three horror games are. Uh, board games, role-playing games, whatever whatever you guys are into. Let us know. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. All the information, the mental health hotline, it's all right there. I want to know. What am I missing? Is there some game that's, that's really uh, kick-ass out there that I've completely overlooked? Let me know. I'm going to try it out. In the meantime, let's get into the Terra Dome, Jason Harrell. Mm-hmm. No tears,
4: please It's a waste of good suffering I'm not gonna hurt you You didn't let me finish my sentence I said, I'm not gonna hurt you I'm just gonna bash your brains in.
2: I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in <laughs> I'll, kill <you> all. <laughs> I be I'll kill
3: you all I'll be crazy I'll
2: kill you
4: all I'll i
2: Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, (laughs) emotional face with blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the
1: First, last week's winner. Singles competition. We had Dr. Pretorius from, from Beyond versus the Franken-Hooker from the Franken-Hooker. Franken-hooker. <laughs> <laughs> the experiment had worked. Dr. Pretorius had managed to breathe life into his creation, his slave. Unfortunately, he hadn't considered the memories locked in the brain he'd used. All of the abuse and pain caused by tricks over the years came flooding into the monster's consciousness. The man before her would pay mightily for the sins of all men. With a vote of 8 to 3, the Frankenhooker advances over Dr. Pretorius. I think we all saw that one coming. Yep. I, really, at some point, you're just voting for who you think is the most fun. And that's clearly <laughs> going to be the Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker, up. Oh. Uh, This one, however, my friends, is going to be a little more difficult. As usual, bear with me, I'm not a writer. Black market antiquity is a bloody trade. The older the relic, the higher the price tag. The higher the price tag, the more blood and death it will take to obtain it. A concept Lilith was all too familiar with. Her attachment to the blood key had taken her all over the world. Luckily, its current owner had no idea what it was or the power it held. On a remote island off the northeastern coast, a collector of religious antiquities displays it proudly amongst his collection. A local television personality arrives on the island for some much-needed rest and relaxation after a brush with a deceased serial killer. What she doesn't know is that the island retreat holds more secrets than it does therapy groups. What the collector doesn't know is that the key's rightful owner is coming to take back what's hers. Singles competition, we have Lilith from Bordello of Blood versus Eddie Quist from The Howling. Vampire versus Werewolf. Jason, how say you? Give me Eddie. I would normally take Eddie, but here's the problem. Uh, Eddie is horny. If you recall <laughs> so horny. the opening of The Howling, Yeah. just the dirtiest, dingiest fucking porno glory hole stall ever look
0: like a top na- top, a top notch, notch jack. jack
1: shack <laughs> top notch jack shack and lilith can exploit that definitely and she'll let him watch her masturbate also that's <laughs> true which is very exciting i'm taking lilith on this one it's lilith versus eddie quist inmates get us your votes by next week if you can consider that uh match up while we tell you what movies we got to watch this segment this week during this segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I watched the return to Horror High, Jason Harrell. I made a bold move. I wanted to finish. I wanted to do a deep dive into the lore. Yeah, You know, and get the, the whole story on Horror High.
0: Is it a continuation? No,
1: it has nothing to do I with anything. It, it does have George Clooney in it, though. Oh, well, So there you go. There's that. <laughs> uh, no, it has nothing to do with the original Horror High at all. It's okay. uh, This one is the one where the filming crew shows up to make a horror movie where the actual events took place, and then the cast and crew start getting killed off. It's dumb. It's dumb shit. One
0: of the the greatest box arts ever, though.
1: You like that? The skeleton cheerleader? Oh, yeah. There's plenty of TNA in this one. You got that. George Clooney lasts all of about eight minutes. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, I watched that, and then I watched a movie called Beneath the Old Dark House from 2022. I thought this might have something to do with the old dark house from 1931 that I'm in love with. It Mm -hmm. does not. It's an anthology that is supposed to be an homage to the 80s. Um. There's plenty of TNA in it. Uh, They tried to do like a VHS thing where like the screen is supposed to be all grainy. Yeah. But you can tell that they clearly added that. Yeah. And it doesn't look very good. Uh, It's fine. If you're in the mood for a lot of uh, shitty writing and low budget special effects with plenty of boobs, why not?
0: I hate when they, a lot of them, you know, they try to add that aging filter to it yeah yeah and it just looks like digital shit
1: that's what that's this had this but you take
0: something like um the i believe it was the wnuf halloween special if i'm not mistaken they recorded it and then like dubbed it from a vcr to a vcr and back again nice to just give it absolute pure authentic Shitty static.
1: <laughs> well, they, they succeeded. <laughs> they did. And it looked authentic. I mean, it probably was, if that's what they did. Yeah. But this one, you could tell it was just like a, a post-production yeah. kind of add-on. Um, it's fine. It's uh basically boils down to two, three different segments all involving torture porn Mm -hmm. chicks getting their clothes ripped off uh that's all i'm looking at this week buddy how about you nothing for me nothing at all disney
0: disneyland too
1: much disney yep all right how about a little immersion therapy then
2: Immersion Therapy.
1: What did you think of The Passenger, amigo?
0: I liked it. Um, Short of, you know, the first probably 20 minutes of the movie. I mean, it wasn't really horror. I mean, it was kind of like a more dramatic hitcher.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: It was like a, (laughs) I guess, hitcher with a... uh, with a mission to do good, yeah, like in his a weird, own weird way,
1: yeah. Uh, that whole part didn't. I, I thought I knew what I was, what I, where we were going. Yeah, I thought for sure they were gonna Tyler Durden us at the end and just say that Benson was one big figment of his imagination. Oh wow, he was the one doing all the the killing huh. and stuff. Uh, I am glad they didn't because that would have pissed me off. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I would have liked a little more explanation as to why Benson was doing this. Yeah, so. Uh, it was a good show. It kept my attention.
0: It seems like he might have been diddled by that principal guy.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. But they
0: should have, they should have fleshed that fleshed out. fleshed
1: that out a little bit. Um, I have no complaints, really. No,
0: it's, I I still gave it a six. I still drab. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but it was more drama than it was anything, um, or, or like dramatic thriller.
1: Yeah, with like a weird. Story of redemption that somehow makes its way through. Yeah, uh, the kills were pretty cool. Yeah, the the principal some, beating was pretty gnarly.
0: Oh yeah, some some <laughs> nice effect work oh, yeah. on that lip split.
1: The lip. whole jaw looked like it was coming off. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. It's uh, you got I I was kind of like judging by the first fifteen minutes, I thought for sure we were going to go with some uh, social posturing as far as gun control went or something like that uh but all in all i have no complaints yeah me either pretty good show check it out inmates uh what uh amazon i think is where we got it
0: yeah i rented it from amazon me too
1: your immersion therapy for this week is going to be two evil eyes courtesy of tom hardy it's from 1990s anthology piece one by uh, george romero one by dario argento What year was it? 1990. You can find this son of a gun on Tubi. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same, and you can compare notes with us next week. But now, you've got to educate me. (laughs)
2: Educating Miss Monica.
1: First, my clues from last week. My mom recently committed suicide after my dad left her. That really sucked. Uh, Now, my dad is taking me and my sister and his new girlfriend up to a winter lodge uh, where we're going to spend some quality time. Great. By the way, I did some Googling. This new girlfriend just escaped from some mental cult. And uh, she could quite possibly be dangerous. Hope she doesn't kill our dog. Or I hope I don't kill our dog, I guess. I am the Lodge from uh, 2020, I think. Seen this one, Jay? Yeah. Not bad, huh?
0: Yeah, Sarah guessed this one. Oh, I, she did? Yeah, she was real proud of herself. I said, her. well, I said, well, call in and leave it on the voicemail. And she said... Well, he would just delete it.
1: Oh, come on now. (laughs) I would never. I would never, Sarah. How dare you? Uh, It's not a bad show. It's very drab and uh, kind of depressing. And when you get to the end, it's a real kick in the dick. But other than that, it's fine, I think. Who might I be this week, you ask? Who do you ask? I am a young lady that was sent to a boarding school in Europe because my dad is a film producer and my mom is an actress and turns out they don't have a lot of time for raising kids Uh, I might get bullied at this uh, school academy whatever it is but I got a little something on my sleeve there Jason I can control swarms of insects can you believe that shit
0: (laughs) got a future X-Men on our hands that's
1: what it is and it's a good thing too because there just so happens to be a crazed killer on the loose uh, stalking the European countryside. I think I think we're in Bavaria or someplace like that, now that I think about it. Who might I be, you ask? You tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, sir. I shall. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Um, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running. Find any information you need about that, us, the TerraDome, the Meat Hook, immersion therapy, um, gay stuff with my face on it. It's all there. Paddedroompodcast.com. You're gonna love it. Especially the gay stuff. Tony really puts some effort into the there gay is stuff. Some effort. He really I think he gets up early and starts, <laughs> starts working on it. <laughs> in the meantime, inmates for Buddy in Absentia, Jason Harrell not in absentia. His lovely wife Sarah. Who should come in here one of these days? I know she won't, but I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep on <laughs> her about it. Yeah, she won't. Uh, teenagers that can control insects. Um, Winter Lodges and the Perils Thereof, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid. Visiting hours are over.
2: Bye. Bye!